Once again, it is a pleasure to be here um, on our One Gospel podcast. For those of you who are listening, it's a blessing to have you guys um, on on here listening to our podcast. Uh, my name is um, Evans Jean, uh, president and founder of One Gospel Ministries. And um, it is a pleasure to have uh, my good friend, a um, long time ago, I'm not going to tell y'all my age or his age, <laughs> um, but we have uh, Pastor Abdias from um, Empowered Hope uh, Church. Um, Empowered Hope has a message, and their mission is very simple. Love God, love people, empower hope. And uh, it is a pleasure to have you here, brother. Oh, it's a and, pleasure. Pleasure's um, all mine. Pleasure's all mine. Praise God that you are here. Made the time. To be here, so it's a pleasure. Um, Thank you for having me. Yes, definitely, brother. Um, we're gonna get right into it, man. Let's jump in. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. Right I'm, fo- it. I'm following your lead, so <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. But um, it'll yes. be good. And what we're gonna be talking about, you know, um, is pretty much bringing hope to a lost community. Important. How can Important. a church bring hope to a community, to their community, mm-hmm. that needs to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ? Um, it is popular today for people to say. Don't go to church. Be the church. Everybody nods their heads at this, and yeah, yeah. Uh, but few actually know what it means or how to truly be the church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew chapter five sixteen, He mm-hmm. said, uh, "Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven." You know, all of our good works aren't meant to bring us, you know, fame or glory. Rather, it is to. Um, to the Father's glory that would shine, pretty right, much. Right. Um, you know, unchurched people remain open and interested in conversations about faith all the time, and, all the time. Um, but you know, that puts a burden on, uh, you know, that puts a burden of a gospel work squarely where it belongs on the shoulders of believers, empowered by the, you know, Spirit of God. Um, we need to tell the, you know, un- the the people. How Jesus makes a difference. Very much so. Um, Very much so. And the unchurched want to know. They're know, asking. Does, does, they're asking. Following, does yeah. following Jesus yeah, they're asking. make any difference in your life? Yeah, they're asking. Or does the Bible have anything to say about my problems? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, the question basically is, should the church proclaim the gospel to the community? Awesome. Awesome. So uh, I'm going to let you just dive in, brother. Let me dive in. Well, first off, you know, thank you so much, Pastor Evans, man. It's exciting. Uh, to be on the podcast podcast with you, man. I, I love what One Gospel Ministries is doing. You guys are effective. You're out in the community. And uh, I would have to say that you're definitely bringing hope, man. So we appreciate and love what you guys got going on and glad to support. Uh, I, I think that's a great question, man. You know, when we really look at it, I, I think we got to go. We definitely got to go to Matthew 28. Um, I think we got to go back to Matthew 28, where Jesus now is is giving what we call, you know, the Great Commission, right? He's saying, Hey, you know, all authority on earth has been given to me. And then he tells a very specific uh, request, if you want to call it, or statement or commandment. Um, And he says, you know what, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them uh, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so we see that. uh, And I love what it says in verse 20. It continues and says, you know, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, that that I am with you always uh, until the end of the age. And so I think when we look at it, there is a major uh, command for us to go. And I think what's tend to happen is that we've become very comfortable mm. in asking everybody to come. Mm. Right? So when we look at it, we say, hey, uh, why don't you come to this? Why don't you come to that? Hey, we're having this. Why don't you come here? Uh, because I think it's easy to invite 
but it's difficult to move, mm. right? Wow. Easy to invite and um, difficult to move. And so I think when we look at the scripture in Matthew 28 and verse 19, I think the key word that stands out is the word go, right? The, the yeah. command to, hey, you need to go. And I think when you look at that word go, that word go is action. It's 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 movement. It's it's getting beyond yourself, right? And it's the ability to then step out and really begin to make some things happen. And because of just the way that society is right now, mm-hmm. I think we miss out on so much because you have so many people that are not coming. Wow. And they don't desire to come and they're not looking to come. So then therefore that means if we as believers then don't take the sense of urgency that we need to go and to reach out and to what we say be the hands and feet of Jesus, uh, then you're not affecting change, right? You're missing uh, the majority, right, while you're focusing on the minority, right? Because a lot of times we're inward focused and so we're we're, we're looking at how can we handle what we got right here, but man, there's such a huge mission field. People are ripe right now for the picking. I mean, literally, you can have a conversation with somebody and they'll tell you, what to say, right? They'll tell you how to save them, literally, like, this, this is what I'm looking for. But I think the only way we can accomplish that is if we are willing to step out of the comfort of, uh, of the four walls mm-hmm. and be willing to step out into the, the, the battlefield that's out there that God, I feel, has fully equipped us uh, to take on, right? By letting our light yeah. shine, by being an example, by living out our faith. And in that, um, it says that men will see our good works and they'll glorify our Father which is in heaven. Yeah. And I think that really much just sums it up. We have to be willing to move outside of the current context that we're in. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you said something powerful, bro, um, where you said you're, you, can, you can be literally talking to someone mm-hmm. that's not saved, but they're telling you, hey, I need what you need. Right. Basically. Right. So, and you said another thing that we have kept the gospel inside the four walls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what is keeping the church from pushing the gospel outside the that, four walls? That is a and bringing uh, hope to the community. That is a that is a great question, and and I think a lot of times, right, we're creatures of habit. Yes. Right. Most people are creatures of habit. So I think what tends to happen a lot of times is that because we've been doing something so long, right, because we've been doing the Sunday routine for so long, because we've been doing the conferences, because we've been doing the events, because that's just the way it's been done, uh, we have not adjusted to the change that's currently going on in society, right? We live in a, 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 a technology age, right? We live in a social media age where nowadays I can hop online, I can uh, hop onto YouTube, I can hop onto Facebook, right? And literally get messages from all over the place. And so what's began to happen is that the the way that we were doing it at one point in time, things have kind of shifted and changed a bit, right? And so there is a, a major requirement for us to step out of the context that we're in and be willing to engage people in what I would like to say relationship, right? Relationship is everything. And if we're not willing to begin to build genuine relationships with people, because I always look at it like this. Uh, people don't know, people don't care less about what you say until they know how much you really care, right? Mm-hmm. And so people are, are, are wanting to know that you genuinely have a concern for them, that you genuinely want to reach them at their point of need, that you genuinely are interested in what they have going on. And in that, you begin to build genuine relationships that once that opens up, you can slip the gospel in. Wow. You see, because the only way I can find out uh, what is your need and, and, and what are you looking for and your desire to be exposed to the gospel is by having a conversation with you. Mm. But the only way that I can have a conversation with you is for me to then be in a position to desire to build a relationship with you. 
And I think that's the part that we're missing because we're, we're always approaching and I, and I think sometimes trying to stuff the gospel mm. down people's throats instead of saying, you know what, Evans, where are you right now? What do you have going on? Tell me about your family. Tell me about your history. What do you have going on? Let's have coffee. Let's hang out. Let's spend some time together. Let's interact. And in that, I now have an opportunity or an open door to what? Live out my faith. Yeah. Which means I'm taking the light into what? The midst of the darkness. Yes. So how do I let my light shine? I let my light shine by what? Living it out. And the more that I live out my life, that I live out my faith. I love the way that Paul said it, right? We're living epistles, read of men. Meaning what? People should be able to look at our lives and see Jesus. Wow. Right? People should be, somebody should be able to literally crack me open. Hmm. Right? Crack me open like a book. Begin reading the patterns of my life and say something about that person is what? Different. And in that, it does what? It builds curiosity, which then makes me say what? Well, Evans, I notice every time you come into work, you're very calm. I notice when I see you in the community, you, you, you carry yourself in a manner. I, I notice you in the neighborhood, you're a certain way. I notice you don't respond like everybody else responds. I notice you don't interact. I notice you don't do the things that everybody else does. Why is that? And once that question is asked, guess what? There goes the open door for you to introduce the gospel. Hey, I'm this way because of what? My faith, because of my relationship, because of the fact that I'm following Jesus. Mm -hmm. And in that, that's why I do what I do. And I think when we begin to live our lives out, when we begin to build relationships uh, that lead to genuine conversations, I think in those moments, then you're able to connect and you're able to really make things happen. Wow, that's powerful. Um, you said something um, that got me thinking. Mm -hmm. That we have to live out the gospel. Mm -hmm. How do you, how, do you believe? How, how do you that, believe? I, I, uh, do you believe people or Christians mm -hmm. are doing that today in the church? That's a that's a, that's a tough question, and, and I think the reason why it's a tough question is because um, there's so much going on now, right? There's so much going on. There's so many distractions. Uh, there's so many things that people face. Uh, there's so many things that people are dealing with. And I think what tends to happen a lot of times is we're trying to do the best with what we got. Uh, but I think where we can get better or we, we, where we can grow, I think, is getting to that place where we're spending that intimate time with God, right? We're spending that intimate time in prayer. We're, we're spending that intimate time in his word to get an understanding of what is the model, right? When we look at the Bible, the Bible is his, the Bible is his, if I was to say his, his, his constitution, right? It's, it's, yes. it, it's, it's the, cause the kingdom is a government, Correct. right? The kingdom is a government. And of course God is the, the king of that. And right. And so when we, when we get into the scripture, it gives us the patterns, on which how we should live, right? It gives us the ways, it gives us the means, it, it gives us the function. And so is it happening right now? I believe it is. I believe the, G, the church of Jesus Christ is still very active. I believe that God is still sitting on the throne. I don't believe he's caught off guard. Mm. I don't believe he doesn't understand what's going on right now. He's not panicking, right? God is not panicking, right? God is Amen. still very much so in control. Uh, God is very much so still on the throne. His purposes, his, his word will never return void. It's yea and amen. And so it's going to happen, right? At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, we still are walking in victory. We're still walking as conquerors, right? We're still being able to accomplish. We're still new creations. And I think the more that we get into his word to understand who we really are, I think then the more effective we can be in living that out. Yeah. But I think nowadays you have so many people who just don't really have a full connection of who they really are in God. 
And the only way to really get that full picture is to get into his word and to get an understanding of how he views you. And in that, you can begin living out your faith in a more effective manner. So it's really just a matter of growing, right? We got to get better. We got to grow. We got to increase. And I think God uh, desires uh, for all of us to do that. Uh, it's just a matter of, once again, us taking those steps to move in that direction and to really begin connecting. Yeah. Awesome. And um, what, in what ways, um, you know, in your church, mm -hmm. at your church, and congratulations on your one year Thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Man, it goes by it fast. Goes by fast. It goes wow. by fast, man. It goes by um, fast. But how are you um, equipping your people mm -hmm. uh, to bring hope to a community? Right. Uh, I think for us, what we've done um, across the course of this year, um, being in ministry, I think is, is really, uh, number one, I would have to say teaching. Um, we're adamant about you owning your faith. And I think for so long, what people have done sometimes is that we'll live through leaders, we'll live through others, not realizing that, man, we have the opportunity to have a personal relationship with a God that died for us, right? You have the opportunity of having an intimate connection with a loving God, with a loving Father. I mean, when you really begin to think about that, that's huge. And so I think teaching for us has always been just a major part of our ministry, right? We want to we wanna get into the scriptures. We want to get into God's word. We want to get an understanding of why do we come to church? Why, why are we saved? Why, why do we follow? Why do we worship? Why do we praise? Why should I? Right? Why should I go out? Why should I be the hands and feet of Jesus? Why should I evangelize? Why should I follow the Great Commission? Right? And I think the more uh, that we teach on that, because knowledge is power, yes. right? and I think one of the biggest things that tends to happen a lot of times and what we've experienced when we have first started the ministry is a lot of people said, I don't do it because I don't know how. I don't do it because I just don't know. I don't understand. What would I say? What would I do? And so uh, we always just approach it from the standpoint of here's the knowledge. What does God's word say? Uh, how do we follow it? How do we pattern it? Right? How do we incorporate it within our lives? How do we hide it in our heart that we won't sin against it? Right? How do we do that? And I think all of that really comes from a standpoint of teaching. We have to get back to teaching. Right? We have to get back to a place where we begin just empowering people mm -hmm. to own their faith. Because the more that you own your faith, the more active you can be, right? But if you don't own it, if you don't understand it, if you don't comprehend it, if you're just doing it because that's what your grandmother did or that's what your mother did, then you never are willing to step out because there's always a sense of intimidation. There's always a sense of fear. There's always a lack of confidence because you don't really have a full handle on what you're really doing. And so for us, it's really just been teaching. It's really just been... Um, making sure that people just have a very good understanding of what we're doing and what we're called to do. And in that, mm -hmm. we've seen people begin to take ownership. We've seen people grow. Uh, we've seen people be willing to step out and serve in the community and serve within their own families and serve within their neighbors and serve within their job and workplaces. And I think that in itself is empowering to see that develop over time. And it all started really with, that, with let's get into this word and let's see what God says about the way that we should be doing things. And that's always been our approach since the beginning. Uh, is making sure that we're definitely using God's word as the basis mm -hmm. and the foundation of everything that we do as a ministry. And it's, it's been exciting. It's been fun. It's been, it's been great. And we've loved it. It's been a fun year. That's awesome. Um, and, you know, one thing that I believe um, you guys did not too long ago was like, uh, I know around, around this time when the winter time mm -hmm. or something like that, uh, you guys uh, go out mm -hmm. and uh, uh, serve, you know, to the homeless. Yeah. Yeah, so tell big, me big, about big, that. Big part of, tell big, me about that. Big part man. of our hearts, it's, man. It's, 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 I, I find that 
very uh, powerful, and it's bringing hope mm-hmm. um, to mm-hmm. the uh, to you know to that mm-hmm. group of people. Yeah, yeah. And tell me the experience, man. About it, that. It's been it's been a, it's been an amazing experience. Um, uh, it's been an amazing experience. Romans ten, mm-hmm. uh, Romans ten, verse fourteen through fifteen says, uh, it says, how then? Uh, can they call on the one they have not believed in? That's interesting. How can they call on the one they haven't believed in? Wow. Uh, then it continues and says, and how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? So interesting, right? How can they believe? Uh, how, how can they believe on the one that they that they haven't believed in? How can they then believe in the one that they haven't even heard of? Mm. Right. Then it continues and says, and how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And then in verse 15, it's interesting because it continues on and says, And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? And as it is written, I love this part here, it says, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news, right? How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. And so one thing that we focused on over the past year is really just making sure that we have beautiful feet. That's been a major focus of mine as a leader. It's like we we have to have... Uh, beautiful feet, right? We have to have beautiful feet because according to the scriptures, it says how beautiful are the feet of those that bring the good news. And so uh, over a year ago, we created something. Uh, and we're not the only one in the community. There's there's so many people in this community that are doing amazing things in the community. And of course, shouts out to all of them. We partner with a lot of different ministries and we're excited about that partnership is everything. Uh, but we started something called Coats of Joy. Uh, and, and we call it Coats of Joy. And so what that is, it's an opportunity for us to collect uh, jackets. It's uh, we collect blankets. We collect sweatpants. We collect long sleeve shirts. Whatever the case may be, because even though we're in South Florida and everybody assumes that well it's hot all year round, it still gets cold in the evening, right? You still get dew. You still get wet. They're sleeping yes. in the grass, and so we saw that number one as an opportunity to of course be the hands and feet of Jesus to do a to do a, 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 a act of kindness of an, an act of compassion, which in turn opened the door. For us to share the gospel, right? So it ended up being a twofold ministry. So we would go out, um, of course, take some time to gather. We're actually doing that now. We're getting ready to go out in November uh, and do it again. So we're very excited about that. Uh, and we've collected, I mean, right now, even up to this point, I think we have over over 100 different items of sweatpants and wow. jackets and blankets that we're getting ready to take out and distribute uh, in partnership with a, a ministry called Patching Pockets and Brown Bag Ministry, mm-hmm. which do amazing work in that area. And so we've been able to plug in with them. And so in that turn, we'll be able to distribute all that while at the same time, right? Because it's the love of God that compels us. That's right. When you really think about it, right? It's the love right. of God. Why am I doing this? Because the love of God compels me to do it. And so when we're out there helping, when we're out there sharing, when we're out there giving, and somebody says, man, why are you doing this? That is literally an open door for us to not only love on somebody in the natural, but then it's also an opportunity for us to really uh, introduce the God that could do so much beyond what we're doing, right? The God that can, that can save them, the God that can restore them, the God that, 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 that has them here, that has a purpose, that has a destiny. And so it, it becomes twofold where we're meeting, uh, we're meeting a natural need, of course, which is important. Uh, but at the same time, it opens the door for us to really meet the most important thing, which of course is that spiritual need. And so uh, it's been fun, man. It's been exciting. And then of course, we, we, we have a hygiene bank at the ministry as well. So we're meeting that kind of, that need as well, where we're able to provide hygiene pro- uh, products and different items. Uh, to the homeless as well. We have some partnerships coming up in November that we're going to be giving some things to as well. And so we're excited about that. But really, it's just getting out of the box. It, it, it's being able to figure out what is, what, where is there a need? 
uh, that we can effectively fill that we can introduce the gospel. Because I always got to remember, it's all about lifting up Jesus. Amen. Right? It's all about lifting up God because, of course, the scripture says if he be lifted up, he'll draw all men unto himself. So what do we got to do then as followers? We just got to create opportunities to lift him up. Amen. And when he be lifted, man, he'll draw uh, everybody unto himself. And it's a beautiful thing. That is awesome. Oh, man. Uh, let me just close with this. Uh, before inviting the unchurched to church, it is important to develop a relationship with them, as you said. While it may sound like a cliche, a good rule of thumb to keep in mind is this. Don't invite persons to your Sunday school class until you have invited them to your home. That's good. That's good. In other words, That's good. get to know your unchurched friends, as you said, mm -hmm. and neighbors over a meal or dessert. That's it. That's it. Find interests you share and enjoy together. Mm -hmm. Winning the loss and assimilating them into the body of Christ is not a quick strike operation. Yeah. It requires a long-term commitment to relationships. And, you know, what you're doing at um, at your church, Empowered Hope, I love what you're doing. And, we appreciate that. That means and a lot. the ministry is, a lot. you know, your ministry is growing. And I, and I just pray that God continue to bless it because I see that, like you said, you are being defeated. You know, you guys are being defeated. And, and your mission is love God, love people, empower hope. Empower hope. That's and there it. are a lot of people That's out it. there that needs to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And it is the gospel of Jesus Christ that gives us hope, mm -hmm. you know? And, totally. and I'm gonna just let you have the final word, brother. Um, um, maybe someone may be listening mm -hmm. to this podcast mm -hmm. that may uh, need some type of hope mm -hmm. and um, may need, may feel like, you know, there's no hope in Jesus. No. So I'm gonna let you have that last word and then we're gonna uh, close it out, brother. Awesome, awesome. I, I would say to, uh, to that person out there that's wondering, that person that's questioning, uh, that person that's asking, you know, do, do I have a call? Do I have a purpose? Is there something? Uh, it, was I just created for nothing? I, I'm here to tell you that God does not make mistakes. Um, God does not make mistakes. If you are breathing upon this earth, there is purpose. There is destiny. Uh, there is something that God desires to do with you. And so the first thing that I would always say is get connected to him. You don't realize how much he loves you how much he cares for you. Uh, the fact that you were on his mind when he sent his son to die on the cross for your sins, for your sins. And so I'm telling you right now, uh, God has need of you. God desires to do amazing things with you. Uh, God desires to work in and through your life. Trust me, he has not forgotten about you. He has not left you. He has not turned his back on you. I'm telling you, never will he leave you. Never will he forsake you. Uh, never will he turn his back on you. I'm telling you, he is a present help in your time of need and in your time of trouble. All you need to do is turn to him. I'm telling you, God can fulfill your every need your every desire and here's why because he can always do it better than man can than your job can than your family can than your resources can i'm telling you god can meet you uh, in a place that no one else can and he's waiting he's always been there he's never left your side the thing is that we tend to turn and so all you really have to do is turn back to him and i'm telling you he'll meet you right where you are open-armed ready to receive you and ready to blow your mind uh, with what he desires to do with you. And so get focused on him, trust him, uh, give your life to him. If you're on this call, if you're listening to this uh, podcast right now and you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, I would say this, uh, all you got to do is pray a simple prayer. The word says that if you confess uh, with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. It's all about our faith, not our works.
It's not about all the good things that you do, and it's not even about all the bad things that you've done. It's about the fact that do you have the faith to believe that God loves you that much that he would send his son to die for you? And I'm here to tell you that he does. He does love you that much. So get connected to him. Reach out. Get connected to someone, some ministry, something that can help you along the journey of growing in him. And hey, man, I'm telling you, we love you. He loves you. And he's always been there for you. And he will always be there for you. So get connected to him. Awesome. Pastor Abdias, thank you so much. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Um, thank you for having and, me. And uh, I want to say thank you to all, all, all of our listeners. Um, again, this is One Gospel Podcast. Uh, if you would like more information, if you would like to get connected uh, to, you know, um, with um, Pastor Abdias, uh, Pastor Abdias, I'm just let you give out your information about your church and how, to, you know, someone can reach out to you. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. If you'd love to connect with us, we'd love to connect with you. Uh, you can always get information about the ministry from www.empoweredhope.com. If you go to Facebook, of course, you can just look up Empowered Hope. Uh, same thing on Instagram as well, uh, Empowered Hope. And then, of course, if you would like to shoot us an email with prayer requests or any type of request, or if you would like to donate towards uh, outreach efforts, you can definitely send us an email at hello at empoweredhope.com. And we'd love to, of course, connect with you as well. Awesome. Awesome. And we'll definitely have that information available on our website, www.onegospelministries.org. If you like more information, or if you like to, if you can't reach to Pastor Abdias, you can always email us at info at onegospelministries.org. Again, thank you for listening. Pastor Abdias, thank you again. Oh, man, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure um, for having us and uh, pleasure sharing with every one of you as well. Awesome. Uh, may God bless you and keep you. Awesome. God bless. God bless.